Welcome to Talking Beyond Business, the podcast that explores the intersection of sustainability, corporate responsibility, and business success. Join your host, Chris Quinn, as he discusses with leading experts from Bearing Point and beyond their vision and solutions to some of the most meaningful business challenges of our time, including equity and representation, corporate citizenship, sustainability, and how businesses can operate effectively, yet still commit to a greater good. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we will be discussing family supportiveness in the workplace touching upon what both employers and, crucially, employees can do to encourage a better work-life balance. Providing insights to two champions of this area, Christian Ludwig from skincare company Beiersdorf, which you might know better through its brands Nivea, Eucerin and Hansaplast, and Anger Kreitz of Bearing Point. So let's begin and dive deeper into this important topic. Welcome to you both. Could you briefly introduce yourselves and your roles within your respective organisations? Anna, you first. Yeah, hi, Chris. Hi, hi both, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, lovely, lovely. Thank you for, for having us here and on this super important topic, first of all. Uh, yeah, um, of course. My name is Anna. I am a Global Lead for Diversity and Inclusion um, at Bearing Point. Um, yeah, and therefore I'm I'm striving to have a surrounding also at Bearing Point and beyond um, that is not only family supportive but overall supportive and inclusive of everybody, right? Great, and Christian. Yeah, hi Chris, hi Anna. Yeah, thanks for for having me here. Yeah, I'm Christian, Christian Ludwig. Um, I'm working with Barisdorf. I'm um, working as chief of staff to our chief digital officer, which means linking um, the business, digital, and the different brands to one another and, yeah, shaping our um, our transformation journey on the digital path. And besides that, I'm also um, father of two children, five and seven years old, and I'm one of the founding fathers of uh, Barisdorf Grassroots communi- um, Community called um, Dedicated. Oh yeah, maybe I should mention it as well. I'm a mother of two children as well, so <laughs> the care work is going strong here. Excellent, thank you. And Anna, in your role and, and as a mother, um, perhaps you, for context for the for this conversation, you could give us uh, what your definition of or what the generally accepted definition is of family supportiveness. Well, I, I mean, a general uh, scene definition is, I think, very difficult, um, especially if we, we leave the borders of one country or one cultural context. So I think, I mean, family supportiveness, I would like to see it more um, broad and more global and more inclusive. So uh, I think family supportiveness, we're seeing this from a perspective of parents right now, because we are, but it is also more than that. So um I mean, think of our grandparents or our parents becoming older. So this is not only something that touches us at the point where we have children, but this also can touch us or be important to us at the point where we have to take care of others. So I would broad that definition um, a little bit more and make it more about care work. How can we be supportive of people having to take care of others and see this as something valuable? So how companies can can do that for their employees? Yeah, absolutely. Great, thank you. And leading on from that, Christian, what is dedicated, and what inspired you to start it? 
Um, yeah, dedicated is, as I said, a grassroots community. And basically, it started off as, well, such things normally start at lunch table. So um, we're sitting together uh, with a group of fathers, and we're wondering why so few fathers really take more than the usual two months of parental leave in, in Germany. And then we said, well, we need to change that. We need to change that and really advocate as well for um, combining um, career and fatherhood and really being active fathers. And we formed as a group and um, we try to serve as role models. Uh, we have a very diverse um, uh, set of characters and careers in, in our um, grassroots community, trying to role model and trying to inspire others to take very conscious choices of how they want to lead their career, but also how they want to live their um, uh, their fatherhood. And secondly, also act as um, voice of fathers towards the employer of saying, well, you might talk about um, inclusiveness for for women or for 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 women but also fathers do have um, do have issues some really struggle to ask for more than the two months of um, of parental leave um, some don't dare to um, uh, to ask about flex time or part-time elements and um, also voicing these elements and that's what we strive to and kind of strengthening ourselves yeah, absolutely. I think especially this this flexibility at work, this is something super important you were just touching base on. And I can see that all the time because, I mean, we always talk about mothers and being like um, female supportive and all of that. But what we have to keep in mind, this whole feminism thing <laughs> is uh, also to support fathers or, 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 or males to get out of their uh classic roles to to think oh yeah that person is responsible and there is i mean we're talking in germany we do have the opportunity to have parental leave there are countries where you do not even have parental leave so if we're in germany you have the opportunity but still there is a big big stigma about fathers taking parental leave and i mean if i hear that people are actually dreading to ask that breaks my heart because, of course, that takes them takes away from them a big part of their life, right? Yeah, I think just to add on this one, I think it's it's in specifically in Germany, it's about taking more than the usual two months, and it's always about like going the next level and asking the bit more. And I think that's where men need a bit of encouragement. One, and um, as you said, it's it's more or less it's it's two sides of the very of the very same coin because if you do support fathers in um, combining career and fatherhood you also do the very same for mothers because i mean as couples yep, and also not only as couples but at the point where you have one position and there's a father and that person takes parental leave that also gets gives the chance to other females probably to to take over the 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 opportunity of you know being a substitute during that time and that also gives space to other people that not only have to be females, but in general gives space to others that usually is females giving space to others. You know, that's that's um, also, it's you cannot see that only on, on, on one perspective and pinpoint it to uh, what is the what is the benefit of a, of a company to do that. But usually companies have the issue of female in leading roles. But if we make that visible and show that, you know, you can take parental leave and you can um, do that as a father and as a mother and be there for your children during that phase that they're small, then that is something you, you show as a stance on also uh, to other uh, employees, right? 
Great. So it, it sounds like um, providing equity to everyone is for the holistic good. And I was a dad 15 years ago, and I didn't even think about it. It wasn't something I had the option. I did something I didn't know about, but listening to it makes real sense. So Anna, what might a lack of diversity or inclusion in family care mean, you know, in, in terms of impacting a company and, and its performance and employee satisfaction? I mean, <clears throat> let's 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 step back before before answering that question. We have to um, think about this also on a more global level. So a company is only able to do a certain amount of things. So there's always a legislation. There's laws. There's regulations. Those are ha like we have to be in those regulations, right? So that's different from country to country. Then as a company, you can take over responsibility for the people who work there. So a company consists usually with people who work there. And we want all the people to be their full self, to also be able to show what is possible and what we see from 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 also not only studies but if we just look around us is as soon as people can go to the workplace as their full self and be totally fine to leave the place at 4:30 to pick up the kids or earlier or whatever then that gives them the opportunity to be more relaxed also concerning mental load at their workplace and that makes them more effective that makes them more efficient that makes them you know be also more motivated and as a company why wouldn't i want that honestly so there's 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 very little arguments against to being family supportive or care supportive there absolutely life happens right um so christian looking looking back at what you've done with dedicated did you face any problems or obstacles when you were trying to you know do this employee led family supportiveness and if so, how did you overcome them? Mm, well, I think it's not really about about dedicated as such, um, because I mean that's more or less people who who like it they can join. People who don't like it, they don't need to bother. I think that's on a voluntary basis. So um, I think on that on that aspect, not. But I mean, talking about my 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 personal experience, I mean, yes, you do have some elements, and I mean, just for a bit of background, I took parental leave for both of my children. So for the first one, four months, and for the second one, I went back to the regular two months. Um, but I also worked um, part-time for two and a half years in a um, job share. Um, and I mean, of course, you do have obstacles. You do have obstacles of, uh, of, of people telling you, I didn't expect you to take this step when I got, went part-time, for instance. Or when I went for four months of parental leave, I I left the company and or I, I left my role and I knew I wasn't going to return to that very specific role four months um, later and I had to accept the yeah un, so to say uncertainty and I think it's that uncertainty that you need to accept which for me was always very very good or very cool because I it was a very conscious choice but I know that others do have difficulties in accepting that um, uncertainty and I think that's that's where you have to be very sure about your own choices of saying I do take four months of parental leave I want to spend time with with, with my children with my family with my wife um, and that comes at a certain price which is completely possible and you can you can take it and that also makes it very clear for others for potential bosses if you are very clear about yourself 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in, in the end, it comes, it breaks down to trust, right? I mean, you have to trust your employer that they don't do something you don't want to do, right? And be very open about what you want, what your plans are, etc. And if you're not able to trust them, then that's a big issue. And you will, you, you, I think the one is the stance and that also comes with a certain amount of privilege of which work are you doing? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a very privileged place of management levels here, right? So if we go down a few levels or if I, you know, shift back 15 years and there I was 20 back then, I don't know if I would have had the, the, the self-confidence to actually um, say something and speak up for myself. And speaking up for yourself is like, no, not everybody is able to do that, right? If you if you're really reliant on the money and on the job, that's can be difficult, right? So, given that some people might find it a bit of a risk to speak up or might not have the self confidence to do so, Anna, is there something that employers could communicate to them to let them know, you know, it's okay, speak up? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, we really have to understand what are the needs of the people, right? And be also very clear that we never know all of the needs, so you do not know the hidden needs. But if you've assessed at least what are the needs of the people, you can you can cater to that and you can talk about that. And then also give a stance and you can have, like, if you have a stance, then you can do more than just being compliant and, and compliant to laws and regulations, as I said before. Um, if you do more than that is a sign as well. And the third point that I would state here is leadership, right? So the way you communicate trust to your employer, employees, sorry, um, that shows also a trust that they can give to you back, Right. So, I mean, there's two, two options to, re, to, to uh, answer to somebody who says, oh, we're having children, no matter if, if a father or a mother. And uh, I mean, if I, if I tell to somebody in my team who, who says, oh, we're going to have kids, it's, yeah, fantastic, great. What do you need from us to, be, to, to, be, to feel supported? What, what do you need time? How much do you want to be there? Uh, do you need part time? Like offer it proactively. That's a different, that's a different communication than, than unfortunately I uh, I had in the past, which was uh, in a former position when I was pregnant, not at Bearing Point, um, where I had three males sitting there and telling me, oh yeah, 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 you're going to have different priorities. You're you're going to be part time and so on and so on. That was not my, my needs. That was not what I was wished for. Yeah, so. At the point, I was just wishing for people to be like asking me, what do you need? What do you want? Do you need flexibility? Do you need uh, whatever? So uh, in my case, I just wanted to work full time as fast as possible because I love my job, to be honest. And um, also that comes for females with a different note than it comes for fathers there, right? So that's like from a from a company perspective i feel like those three points like assess the needs do more than compliance and law and um leadership clear good leadership those are the three main pillars in my opinion to really support care work there and just um just to add on this i mean to me it's in the very self-interest for employees to do so because we all know we're in times of war uh, for talent and 
I mean, if you don't get the people, they will go somewhere else where they have more favorable conditions. That's one. And the second element, we also know about diverse teams, and I'm a strong believer in diverse teams, that the more perspectives you have on topics, the better the outcome is. And by just focusing on one type of, or by not accommodating to the needs of some of the employees, you will um, you will stop them from uh, from performing and from contributing to your business. Yeah, and also, I mean, needs change. Needs also change, to keep that in mind. I mean, care work for children, just, I mean, that comes in phases. Taking care of parents, that comes in phases. So needs change all the time. So the flexibility that companies can provide is super essential to keeping talents also, right? And to promoting them. Great. Thank you both for that and uh, the perspective. It sounds like companies really should look at this seriously from many different perspectives. But from an employee perspective, Christian, could you maybe share maybe your own personal experience or some success stories of some of your your co-workers, maybe the fathers, of embracing an initiative like this? Well, I think I told or said beforehand that there is a bit of unconsciousness about it. So men tend to be not extremely vocal about uh, about some elements so they do it a bit in hidden and i think just one being there um really helps so i had the pleasure last year to sit on a panel of a um of an internal um, diversity and inclusion conference and discuss about a fatherhood and it was very interesting because afterwards i got fathers coming to me saying finally you gave us a voice and finally there is somebody who speaks up and who also um, shares different different perspectives I think that's one really engaging in the conversation and the second one is um, is is a recent example from uh, fr- from from my team because I have somebody in my team who will become a father and who told me like more or less six months before he um, before they're expecting and I I think that's also a bit due to the fact that he knows I'm supportive of that one. And honestly, I know one year in advance that he will take parental leave for a longer time next year. For me, that's the perfect scenario because one, I can support him. Um, Second, um, I can accompany him and I have a very um, long plan ahead time, which you normally don't have. And I think that's also the benefit of welcoming and um, supporting um, active fatherhood or active motherhood or in more general um, supporting flexible options because as Anna said the flexibility muscle is something that employees need to train (laughs) we're in the workforce for I don't know 40 to 50 years and it's not a constant um, full-time full-time work we'll all have our challenges during our career and the more flexible options um, there are the better um, it was you to to the people's needs. So, so thank you very much for that for that employee's perspective. But it's not it's not always about you know taking more time off for family. Sometimes, and our employees want to have more time to focus on their career. Could you maybe expand a, a bit upon that idea? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, we're we're talking about um, you know always the needs of the people, right? So we were touching base on that in, in previous questions already. And we have to keep in mind that we sometimes apply our own view on roles and uh, stereotypes onto other people. So, I mean, we're in Germany. That is very different in other countries as well. We have to clear up here. So 
in 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 France, for example, I have a few fantastic colleagues who who did their career and have children at the same time. So it is possible, first of all. So there is no either or situation and it it is going on and that's life and it is happening at bearing point all the time. So we do have mothers who are partners in part time. That is a thing that you can do. So being open to all the options and not restrict yourself from stereotypes, etc., gives you the freedom to decide what you want and what makes you happy. And that ultimately private in private and in, in, in business um, caters to um, the options to do what you want because you I mean in the end this is very philosophical but <laughs> in the end you only have one life and in that life you should do what you want to do and in my case I'm doing something that is deeply anchored in my purpose right so I'm working in diversity and I'm doing this out of like real passion and I would have to restrict myself if I want to work part-time so we had the discussion at home um, as we have two children and like a lot going on and um, my husband coming up and saying oh, currently this is so hard with both working full-time how should we do this and I said I'm very sorry in the past I have worked part-time I am not willing to do this right now I am not willing to do this you, nevertheless I mean I have a one-year-old and a five-year-old at home I am not willing to do this and this comes with stigma this comes with stereotypes a lot you know in, in germany there's this there's this bad bad mother word called rabenmutter so and this is something that is then very cultural as well and it comes with obstacles i wish i didn't have and that's why i said before please assess the needs of the people in my case that is my need and i really accept and respect and support every other person's needs if it is to be uh, on parental leave more or is it if it is to work full time, it really depends on the individual and their own perspective on the things. I just, I mean, that's what, what Christian also said. It's about making conscious decision and not leaving everything to your unconscious mind to be decided on. So what makes you happy is the ultimate question that we all want to have answered there. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Ab absolutely. And let me just let me just add on that because I think that clarity for oneself really also helps others. So if you're very clear and you insist on topics, it will be very easy for others to 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 follow this one. So um yeah, I think if you're very clear, let's let's pick one example from my experience. If you're very clear, I'm picking up my children uh at I don't know half past half past three and I'm leaving the office at half past three. I'm communing that I, I have communicated this one very clearly to all my colleagues and it was no point of discussion. I always came up with the offer when I worked uh, when I worked full time and then saying, hey, um, I'm picking them up. If there is anything urgent, you can text me. You'll have it first uh, first thing in the inbox tomorrow morning, but that's a non-negotiable and people can work with it. I mean, that's planable, right? That's planable. I mean, we all have calendars and very, very basic trick, put blockers in your calendars. And I had like the other day, just just a quick story here. The other day I was talking to a mother um, uh, who's, who's having a great career, also two kids, managing part-time. 
she puts blocker in that are half an hour longer than she actually needs to not be in total stress in the morning and in the evening to be picking up or dropping off the kids. Because we all know with kids, especially, they're not planable. <laughs> that was a very helpful trick there. Okay, so so Christian, as we wrap up, aside from everything that's been mentioned already, is there any other bits of advice that you could give to employees that are looking to embark upon this this journey of choice? Yeah, I think... Honestly, yeah, I will repeat one element that we that we already discussed about. It's about a very conscious choice for yourself. So let's be very clear. Whatever choice you'll take, there will always be disadvantages. Your child might be unhappy if it's picked up the latest in kindergarten. Um, your partner might not be happy if you're doing this or that. Yourself might not be happy. But in the very end, it's your life. It's your choices. And children are young only once so i think it's really about seizing the momentum and really making a very clear call for oneself of saying what do i need or what do we need also as a as a couple um, and as a family and really assessing those elements and in the very end the models i worked in be it uh, be it part-time or be it be it again full-time like embracing this active fatherhood and still being very present in my children's life to me is win 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 is win for first and foremost myself to be very honest because i'm 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 happy i'm happier than not being there for them second it's also a win for the company because they uh, kind of kept me for a period where i had potentially a bit of um other priorities and uh, lastly, it's also win for my wife, who was also able to to pursue her career. And I think this win-win-win formula to me is really what we promote with um, the dedicated uh, movement. And also, just just a quick one. I mean, you had other priorities, but you've learned very important management skills there. I mean, I don't know any parent who's not able to motivate. <laughs> Any to, like if you're able to motivate a three-year-old, I bet you're able to motivate a thirty-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not speaking about patience and efficiency and uh, <laughs> all of that. So great, thank you. And, and Anna, from a company perspective, I mean, you were actually very clear about what what you recommended. Is there anything else that you want to say? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, we were talking about grassroots movement here, right? So Dedicated is an awesome grassroots movement, and we do have them at Bearing Point as well with affinity initiatives like Parents at Bearing Point, for example. But we have to make very clear that change, especially change around diversity and family supportiveness is a part of diversity as well, is happening much more if the top management, so CEO, management committees or else, are clear about their opinions and clear about their stance on that. So I'm very lucky to to be in a company where that happens and where we do have a very clear visibility of parents and um, family supportiveness from our CEO who lives and says that and is not tired to say that also when everybody's listening and also other people who are very... Uh, much role models in that and showing it is possible. So that stance is essential to the real change of structures and organizations. Um, but nevertheless, I can only support grass every grassroots movement that is going on in every company because it makes clear that there is a need. Thanks a lot, guys. That was so interesting. It's something I really wish 
had have been around for me 15 years ago. As everybody knows, things change all the time for companies, for their customers, for their employees, for their employees' families. And what when, when the, the objectives of a company and an employee crash against one another, it's difficult. So from what I'm hearing today, there should be choice. There should be choice for employees so that they can adapt in their lives and not lose out on their working life as well. And it seems that there are challenges with that, you know, society expectations of what mothers should do or what fathers should do. And then a business's expectations of what its employees should do. And then also employees, you know, what, you know, what should they stand up for in their, with their rights given, given their life and their, and their career and what they really want to do. But what you said today makes so much sense. It's one of those things where you listen to an idea and it's so simple. You think, why has this not happened a long time ago? So thank you very much to both of you. And thank you very much to our, to our listeners. And please stay tuned for further engaging conversations in the Talking Beyond Business podcast series.